Welcome to the How to Be Good Enough podcast. I'm Christina Kwan. I help women slipping in and out of depression finally find their self-worth. All opinions are my own and should not be used to substitute help from a mental health professional. But as someone who once thought that suicide was the only option, I can tell you, depression is a mindset. It can be changed. I'm so glad you're here so I can show you how. Let's get started. Hey, people. I'm excited about the topic we're going to dive into today because it's a philosophy that will be very powerful in helping you get rid of your depression forever. It's counter to what you've been used to hearing about your diagnosis, so it may take a couple of listens to this particular episode for it to fully sink in. I want you to carefully consider what this philosophy could mean for you in your future and to allow yourself to imagine other outcomes for your life than you've been used to thinking about. So let's get to it. I've been struck by conversations I've been having with my clients about their ability to overcome their depression. We all know it's hard to believe we can become someone we've never been before, but for depressives, this is even harder. And the thing I realized is is that it's not harder because they're depressed. It's harder because of what we've been taught to think about depression. I remember my first ever visit to a psychiatrist. I was so desperate for relief from my chronic hopelessness that I was willing to try anything at this point. And I had asked her how long it would take for me to feel better. And she told me, like any psychiatrist would tell you, that it depends. We'll have to see how you react to these meds for a few weeks. Then you come back and if you're not feeling any better, we'll try something else. And if that doesn't work, we'll try something else. As I left her office that day, I was daunted by the fact that it would take me a long time to ever be rid of that feeling. I cried all the way home. I couldn't control my reaction to that news so much that I walked home because I didn't want to be bawling on the subway. That one conversation sums up every conversation I've ever had with a mental health professional. It'll take a while and there's no guarantee that you'll feel any better. In fact, I was browsing through a couple of different depression books while I was at the bookstore this week, just to see what the prevailing advice is out there for people like us. And the overwhelming message was about relapse and the likelihood of falling back into depression. And I get that professionals in the mental health industry can't give you a guarantee about whether or not you'll get out of depression. Hell, I can't give you that guarantee either, even though I've helped my clients do it. It's like those disclaimers you hear on TV your results may vary. But what I can tell you is that buying into this idea that you'll likely fall back into depression after you've gotten out of it is exactly what gets you falling back into it, or staying in it even. Because you don't actually believe that you'll be rid of your depression forever, you allow your brain to loop you back into those thoughts and feelings. It feels like a cycle that will never end, and you just resign yourself to being fucked up for the rest of your life. I want you to think about all of the antidepressant advertisements you see on TV. You see people who are so down in the dumps they can hardly move. Of course, that's something that exists with people with depression. People who are feeling really severely depressed that they can hardly move or hardly function definitely need that kind of support. They definitely need that kind of help. And they definitely need to know that depression is treatable because the idea of depression being curable is a really far out, ridiculous idea for people that are feeling severely depressed. But that's not where you are. 
Depression for you actually looks like you living a really fucking normal life. You've been dealing with depression for a long time. You're able to live a normal life, go to the gym, laugh about certain things. Maybe you're really insecure, but people don't think that you're depressed. But depression affects you every single day. And the notion of depression being a treatable but recurring disorder is the philosophy that is actually stopping you from getting over your depression. So don't give in to this idea that depression isn't curable because the philosophy that you're consuming is aimed at people with clinical debilitating depression. Side note here, if you're listening to this and you're feeling suicidal and the chronic pain from your depression is getting in the way of you functioning in your life, I want to encourage you to get that help. There's no point in comparing yourself to how other people are able to function like normal human beings. You've got to meet yourself where you are. My recovery journey started at a psychiatrist's office, and I'm extremely grateful for it. Get yourself the help you need and keep listening in on the podcast to charge up your recovery. I'm cheering for you. So anyway, like I was saying, you're at a point in your growth and your recovery story where it's not helpful for you to think about depression coming back with a vengeance. Because what that has you doing is being afraid of coming out of depression and then experiencing what it's like to return into depression. The thought of that is terrifying. To recover and feel some relief finally, and then to get pulled back into that dark hole again? Spare me the heartache and anguish over that, am I right? But that's the experience you're having all the time because you've bought into this idea that depression always comes back. You feel like shit now, and you start to feel a little bit better about yourself, things are looking good, and then inevitably depression comes back. And now you feel like your life will always be some form of depression. But what really happens in the cycle of change is that you feel better and then you feel a little, a little shitty, but less than you did before. Then you feel better and then you feel shitty, but less than you did before. <laughs> you don't recognize that that's happening when you're in the downward part of that cycle thinking that your depression came back. It didn't come back. That's just the process of getting over depression. I want you to think about your depression like this. Say you've been experiencing symptoms of a severe cold for a while now, and you suspect that you have the flu. So you go to your doctor knowing that you probably have the flu just to get it confirmed by an expert. The doctor tells you, yep, you've got the flu, and then prescribes you some medicine, tells you to take care of yourself, and in two weeks you should feel better. So you go home, take the medicine, give yourself grace for not being able to operate like normal. You take care of yourself as best as you can. Or for some of you, you try to power through and then give up when you realize you just can't do what you normally do when you're sick with the flu. <laughs> Why do you do this? Because you know that in two weeks you're going to feel better. So you commit to doing everything possible to feel better so you don't have the flu anymore. So I want you to imagine this. You've gone to the doctor and they've diagnosed you with depression. They tell you, here's some meds, take care of yourself, and in six to eight months you'll feel better. Now, I get that doctors and therapists will never say this to you, but let's just pretend for a moment here. What would you do? Of course, you're going to go home with this diagnosis and think, ugh, this is going to suck. But the way you think about your depression completely changes. Instead of something that you'll be stuck dealing with and suffering from for the rest of your life, you'll take your recovery seriously. You'll ask your doctors and therapists questions about what can speed up your recovery, 
you'll start filling your mind and life with things that actually make you feel better, like your hobbies or exercise. You'd refuse to let your brain take you down that rabbit hole of having depression for the rest of your life because you believe it'll only be another six to eight months before you're out of this hell forever. Think about that. Think about how different you would treat yourself if you truly believed that your depression was just a temporary thing, that it doesn't last for ages and ages for all of your life. When you get used to the idea that depression is something that takes a couple of months and then you feel better, what happens is you start looking for evidence of how it's actually getting better. When you start feeling better and inevitably start feeling shitty again, you won't tell yourself that your depression came back and you'll always have it forever. You'll stop resigning yourself to a life with depression. You start to expect yourself to get better after six to eight months, maybe a year, and you're more committed to making that happen. Thinking about your depression this way changes everything about how you treat your recovery. And it changes everything about the way you interact with people in your life too. When those who mean well tell you not to think about it or just think positively, those words become a reminder to you to stay committed to your recovery rather than an offense to the reality you're living. Obviously, if it was so easy to think differently, you would do it. So you don't have to feel these awful feelings in depression anymore. But so often we lash out at the people close to us for treating us the way they do because we view ourselves as fragile. We get hurt easily in depression and it would be easier if people around us would treat us with more sensitivity. But it doesn't work that way. We don't walk around with a sign on our head that says, warning, person with depression. I doubt that's what you want anyway. You've got to remember that people get to be who they want to be. And so do you. Besides, people who have never experienced your level of depression simply don't understand what you're going through. And if you try to teach them to treat you more sensitively, all you're doing is teaching them to walk on eggshells around you. And that's hardly the kind of environment that helps you build the kind of connection you crave when you're feeling depressed. Now, after having gone through this process myself and knowing I'll never be depressed again, I'm honestly comforted by the fact that the people in my life didn't get it. They still don't get it. They don't understand why or how I could ever become so depressed. But I know that. Knowing that they don't understand is what makes their love all the more powerful. Because even when they didn't understand, they chose to love me anyway. They tried to understand. They supported me in the way that they felt that they could. They gave me their ears even though they're human and became frustrated at me and my inability to see their way. They were there for me, and I'm comforted by the fact that, it, that they didn't understand and chose to be there for me anyway. Let me close with this last thought. There's nothing special about me. There's no special magical thing about me that has had me getting over depression, curing my depression over anybody else. I had the same access to the same shit that everyone else does. The only difference is I happen to be a stubborn motherfucker, <laughs> and once I made the decision to stick around, I was not going to stop until I figured it out. That is literally the only difference between me and you. You're still entertaining thoughts about being in depression forever. You're giving in to the thoughts that, while depression may not be curable, it is treatable with the right treatment plan and therapies. You're letting yourself believe that it never actually goes away. 
When it comes to you and your depression, it does not help you to believe this bullshit that depression never really goes away and you always have a threat of it coming back. That shit does not help you get over your depression and doesn't have you really working towards making it a permanent thing of the past. So I want to encourage you to work on believing with absolute certainty that you're curing your depression right now. And when you're cured, it will never come back. I believe strongly that I'll never be depressed ever again in my life. And that is a bold fucking statement for someone who spent 15 years in the depths of hell of every single waking moment trying to operate in the world like a normal person. Stop letting yourself believe that you'll never get over it and start working on getting over it. Because once you're over your depression, it is fucking done. It's done. There's no more guessing, no more wondering, no more thinking maybe it'll come back and I'll be depressed again. We're wiping that line of thinking straight out of your memory banks. If you're done with depression being a lifelong sentence and you want to get some real help getting over this shit, send me an email. Go to my website at theroaduncovered.com. In six months, you'll feel very differently about yourself and your diagnosis. Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye-bye. Hey, if you're enjoying this podcast, I'd like to invite you to join my mailing list where I send you weekly insights on how to move the needle on your recovery. Join now and receive a free copy of my Confidence Catalyst workbook. It's designed to help you grow your confidence through exercises that help you see yourself much differently than you have before. Check it out at my website, theroaduncovered.com. I'm looking forward to helping you on your journey out of depression forever. See you there.